Oh, oh, hello. I didn't even see you there. Thanks for joining me. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good. Hi, this is Get Wood. I'm Jess Wood, and guess what? This show is brought to you by Hope, Love, Cursing, Juicy. You wanna sing a little bit to get it started? I got a little dressed up for you today. Yeah, bam, and you say goddamn. This is a dope jam. I'm broad, I'm broad, I'm broader than Broadway. Yes, I'm broad. You can see that I'm broad, that I'm broader than Broadway. And I'm diddling, 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 diddling myself. And it feels so good. Your sauce will mix with ours and we'll make a good goulash, Berber. Oh yeah, what time is it? It's time for Get Wood with Jess Wood. As I said earlier, I am your hostess, Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood. Hello everyone. Today, I am so pleased to uh, welcome you with a, a big pink head and a, a big green I'm just feeling festive. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I feel myself. I feel myself. And I feel like when you're feeling yourself, especially in these days, you better get out there. <laughs> you better advertise, baby. And you know what? It's a consistent thing for me anyhow. Tuesdays, right? See you next Tuesday. That's you and me. We show up consistently. Yeah. I'll, you know what? Bars are fine. Bars are fire sometimes. Fire is good sometimes when it's contained. Oh my goodness. So I want to just chat with you just for a second about a few things that are happening right now in front of you. One of them things is this har. <laughs> That's right. It's pink. It's purple-ish happening today. Um, I have a bitch load of color dyes, colorful dye hair color thing in my bathroom. Just in case of emergency, break glass on that shit. Do you know what I mean? Does anybody else feel like, I need a tattoo, I need to dye my hair, I'm feeling a little funky, how do you do? Solar eclipse, new moon, what the fuck? So you feel like, you know, I just gotta change it up a little bit. And actually, this is very much who I am. This is my reality. This is me, me real. And I don't mean to bring in a pedophile so early in the show, but I am going to quote one of my favorite pedophiles, Mr. Woody Allen. And uh, from Annie Hall, when he said, you remember what everything our parents said, oh, I lost, I lost people. Everybody left. Uh, everything our parents said was good for us turned out to be bad for us. College, smoking, chocolate, the sun, and I feel like now we have that in, you know, when I was a kid, having pink hair and tattoos meant, ooh, you were probably really bad. You were probably like real bad. And you know what? I was. So it fit, you know, it fit. But even going to like, you know, you get on the bus and everybody's like, ah, even until a couple years ago, I still had people clutching their shit when I walked by them. I had a man lock his doors on me in Los Angeles when I was walking to work one one morning. Thanks, Ange. Yeah, this hair is fun today. It's a fun bunch of hair. I do enjoy it. And it's just, you know, when we were kids, it was like dyed hair, tattoos, thrift shop clothing. Whew, you were probably 
having a rough time out there as a child. But now it's all the rage, right? Like you can't even, you can't pass a school and well, now you can, it's all empty. But you know, remember when kids went to school? Yeah, when kids were at school, you could see kids out there, everybody had their hair dyed. It doesn't even matter anymore. It doesn't even mean anything anymore. It doesn't mean a fucking thing, neither do tattoos. Do you know I roll around with these tattoos and I see so many people with tattoos and I think to myself, Jesus Christ, I'm wearing the same Ed Hardy t-shirt as all these other douchebags, you know? Yeah, that's a joke. That's right. I write, I try to give you a little jokey jokes while I'm here. Hi, Ellis. Oh my God, Stephen Ellis, Stephen Ellis, Stephen Ellis in the chat room. If you're not in the goddamn chat, you are missing the fuck out. Let me tell you something. Um... So I was just saying, this is my true self, my true hair, my true deal. And it's kind of been a tough gig for a long time because people wanted, you know, people want to look at you and, and think, you know, oh, blonde hair, green eyes, white lady, like you're this, you're that. And I've been dying my hair for so goddamn long. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hi, bunny. Hi, bunny. Um, I've been dying my hair for so fucking long that I was just saying, I look like, uh, you know, criminal, when I would get on the bus, people would be like, ah, and it just until recently, that keeps happening, actually. Hmm. I wonder why, Jessica, you have a skull fucking cup that you're sipping out of right now. Skull sippy cup, yeah. Um, happy Hanukkah to my Jews and Jewesses, um, and also, uh, for real, for real, for a second, I need to dedicate this episode to my friend who passed away a couple nights ago, Miss Katie Lazarus. She was fucking awesome. And uh, she was a powerhouse, man. She was a writer, performer, <clears throat> hilarious lady. <clears throat> I don't want to get so choked up here. And um, <clears throat> yes, I'll take another sip from the skull. Okay. All right. So Katie was the best and she was very supportive and very loving, and we should all hope to be as fucking cool and good as her. So rest in power, Katie Lazarus. We love you. And uh, this week is a fucking hard week for me regarding the death of the peoples that I love. And uh, I'll tell you what, my grandpa, Poppy Phil, how do you do? My Jewish grandfather, Poppy Phil, who I only met a few times in my life, sure. For sure. I only met him a few fucking times. But you know what? They were very special times. The first time I met him, I was about four years old. I'm going to tell you a little story about me and my grandfather. Four years old. Uh, we were in uh, Las Vegas. I don't know why. Just, you know, you, that's where you want to take a four-year-old? Sure, let's go to Las Vegas. And he and I were together, but I went to the bathroom. Came out of the bathroom, and he says to me... Uh, Hey, Jessica, did you remember to... And I cut him off. I said, yeah, yeah, I wiped my pussy. Four years old. That's a charming young girl. That is a delightful toddler. Mm, wow. You know, when when kids curse, it's a... I actually miss it. I actually miss... I miss a lot of what they call inappropriate things now. I mean, not date rape or anything, but I do miss, like, you know, uh, uh, kids cursing and... Oh my God, it used to be just on the regular. And kids still fucking curse. It's not like they don't curse. It's just that we pretend like they don't anymore. What's weird, did you see the timeline on this? Like we used to be kind of a little bit more relaxed about that shit. And then Tommy and, and, and Pamela 
fucked on a boat and all of a sudden people started to get famous from fucking in front of us and then we decided we were really extra puritanical which is like what the fuck you guys and we we make celebrities out of people who get fucked on tape and yet we're like oh everybody's got to calm down oh my gosh we're so like cover yourself up oh that's not christian we can't have abortions and it's like really cuz and we don't want to talk about condoms anymore. I mean, I don't understand. Hi, Danny Cohen. Thank you, boo-boo. Thank you. I'm having a good time. You know, when you when you feel like your own self and your own skin, everything just settles, you know? And maybe that's what the solar eclipse was talking about. Just letting go of all that bullshit that we came up on. I mean, Danny Cohen, I will say, if you don't follow Danny Cohen and you're in the chat room right now, you better fucking follow him. He is hilarious. I highly recommend him. But as Danny knows, as a comedian, we often get told we're not doing it right. Like from these dicks in the fucking comedy clubs, like old white men who are like, hey, like they told me, I've been kicked out of so many goddamn comedy clubs. And Danny was talking about being kicked out and how we're not supposed to talk about it and how we're just supposed to be like, oh, I, I wonder what I did wrong. And they're like, no, you know what? You, you, you need the, I had this one fucking fat fuck tell me this comedy club owner. He said to me, you know, Jessica, uh, uh, you know, I own this comedy club. So I know a thing or two about comedy. And I'm going to tell you right now, you should really fucking talk about how you don't like your body and how it's hard for you to date. And, you know, people will really like that. And I was like, fuck you. I love my body. And it's not hard for me to date you fat fuck. Like, why are you putting that victim shit on me? And that's what was the problem when I was doing comedy. And I mean, I'm still doing it. Hello, everyone. But on stage, it's such a trip to watch live when you're talking about masturbation and menstruation and pushing men's heads down. You know, like dudes talk, oh, I'm pushing it. Push it like heads of lettuce, like heads of lettuce. Hey, fuck you, man. I'm turning it around. You can get pushed. And do you know what they do? They lick harder. So, ugh. So I was talking shit like that on stage, like, you know, flicking the dolphin. That's my clitoris. And talking about bleeding and, and being able to fuck while you bleed. And, like, the women in the audience were like, yes. I mean, people were, they were so happy that I was talking about this stuff. And yet the men unfortunately we're ruling kind of the energy on the table and so the women would like keep looking at the guys and so I had to get the guys to laugh with me as well as the women to laugh with me and let me tell you that's fucking hard and when you're you know you want to look your best you want to go out there and look like a little POA that's piece of ass for y'all that don't know and what had happened was I was getting like wolf whistles and shit on my way up. Okay, compliment. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> just a hashtag humble brag. But no, but that's, you're not paying attention to my material if you're wolf whistling. And if you're a club owner and you don't realize that the fucking waitresses and everyone has stopped their service to watch your ass when you're on stage. I'm talking about me, my ass. And the other comedians are like, oh, you kind of, that's, you're telling the truth up there. Yes, motherfucker. Remember comedy? Remember how comedy is supposed to work? Truth. I did an abortion show. I mean, it wasn't like you got an abortion when you came to the show. Although that would have been a great deal. You know what I mean? Like, come to the show. You, If you need an abortion, we'll do it for you in the lobby. We'll give you a little Xanax to watch the show with. You know what I mean? It would be like a real smooth transition. But 
I did one that was like pro-abortion stuff. And my first uh, joke was, oh, I'm sorry I'm a little late, guys. I'm sorry I'm a little late. I just had an abortion before I got here. Um, yeah, I didn't need one. Don't get all weird on me. I'm just, you know, I'm just exercising that right before it's taken away. Yeah. Hey, you know what? When you watch Get Wood, you're going to hear about abortion, pedophilia, periods, all the big P's. Pothai. Um, I want, I can't stop fucking with my hair. And you know, do you guys ever, does anyone in this room, uh, fuck with Marco Polo app where you have the video back and forth to each other and it's very hard not to like make a mirror face or fuck with your hair the whole time. I mean, it's very, it's very hard. Um, also the hair, you know, the hair is a hit kids and I, and I don't, I, I'm going to brag on it because you know, we can talk about it in here and you guys can be so delightful with me and loving and supportive and I appreciate it. And I'm so fucking grateful for you all. And when I go outside, here in the, the Burke, I was in line the other day at Walmart. Yes, you know I only have a Walmart and a Sprouts. Come on, give me a break now. And Sprouts, let me, they don't have a lot of stuff. They don't have a lot of stuff that I need. Uh, anyhow, I'm not ordering from Amazon and I'm going to Walmart. That's how I fucking, that's how I try to balance it in my mind, in my hippie-ass fucking punk rock mind. I'm an anarchist, but I go to Walmart. You know, it doesn't really make sense. I We try. We do the best we can. Am I right? There's no fucking mom and pop stores. Anyway. The story is, Jessica, get in, get focused. The story is, I was in line, and there was a very handsome young <clears throat> chap in front of me. I imagine early 30s, you know, uh, uh, native guy, short hair, backpack. I don't know, maybe he was, maybe he was on the run, I don't know, maybe he was on the lamb. I don't know, whatever, I wanted him to be on me. So, we were, uh chatting a little bit, you know, not much. I didn't want to push my Jewess on him as a Jew. If you know, if you're Jewish, we talk to everyone and anyone. My mother was referred to as a clerk talker by her ex-boyfriend who his name was Axe Murderer. So he didn't really have a lot of pull in that, but he did actually have a lot of pull. Um, do you see the Lord behind me? The Lord Garland Jenkins. Yes. This is my mascot for the show. Yes. He's a leopard with, a, with an eye patch. Yes. Long, long lineage. Tis, tis mine. Anyway, uh, I'm in the thing. I'm flirting with the boy in the in line for Walmart, and all of a sudden, this fucking drunkard, uh, this Chicano uh, drunk guy, he's maybe in his like fifties or sixties. He fucking starts stumbling towards me in the parking lot, and I'm in line and like six feet, motherfucker. And the and how I was talking to the boy, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's been kind of cold, but at least it's sunny, you know, and I'm like really charm, trying to charm and flirty flirterson. And then all of a sudden here comes homeboy and I'm like, Hey man, fucking six feet, brother. What the fuck? And like everyone in line was like, this lady just screamed at this gentleman. And I'm like, he's no gentleman. He's a drunk ass. That's fucking stumbling towards me. Like he has no fucking qualms about the goddamn social distancing, which fuck you, dude. We're all in line and we're all distanced. So settle down, slow your roll, sir. And so he comes up to me and he's like, oh, and I go, hey, six feet, man, six feet, motherfucker, what? Like, I really, you know, don't, don't test me. I, I'm a lovely lady, but please don't come barging drunkly towards me. I'm going to show true colors. Like Cindy Lauper, true colors shining. And so everyone in line near me was like, good God. But they understood once the man started speaking to me, where did you get your hair cut? <laughs> I'm like, what? And he goes, 
Your hair. I like your haircut. Where did you get it? Where did you get it? Who, who did your haircut? Who made your haircut? And I'm like, who made my haircut? And I go, my friend. And like, again, I'm trying to keep this uh, gentleman, you know, six feet, but I don't want to just totally ignore. I'm not a fucking bitch. And so, <laughs> and plus he's like, where are you getting your haircut? So, so I wanted to give him uh, some answers and I also wanted to have a story for you. So I kind of let it go. And I was like, my friend, my friend cut it. And I knew if I just kept like an attitude with him that he wouldn't leave. It's one of those things where, you know, like a drunkard is like, oh, she, she talking to me. She like me, baby. She, she very passionate with her voice. And so I was like, no, it's my friend. And then he's like, oh, friend, friend. Okay, friend. And then, <laughs> and then he wouldn't walk away. So I go, it's the number five, the number five. And he goes, hey, number, number five? And I go, yeah, it's the number five razor, okay? It's the number five razor. Because I felt like I still wanted to be a, a little, you know, tough with him. But I also wanted to give him the, you know, you can get the number five and you can have him do the sides. And the number five is the, the size of the razor that you need. And so he's like, oh, it's number five. Okay, it's, it's number five. And then he like, he just mumbled number five down and left through the parking lot. And it was amazing. But the only thing that didn't happen again that I was quite sad about was that the gentleman in front of me, he just didn't want to engage anymore. Uh, I, I, I imagine that when he saw that part of myself, he didn't, he didn't like that part of me. But you know what? We all have different parts of ourselves and we need to embrace all of them. If you, I mean, look, I have some parts that are like, what the fuck is going on here? Look, my ego is out of the, my ego is out of control, y'all. My ego says to me, you really want to go on today? You really want to go live? You're really going to do your hair and your makeup and you're, you're going to get dressed up and you're going to go live and you don't even have a hundred people in your fucking set. You should at least have 50 people in watching the fucking bucka, 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 shut the fuck up. Oh my God. We are out of control with the ego. I shouldn't say we, I don't know how you all do with it. But I, I, dealing with that, the voices in the head and going, and then just pushing past and going, you know what, bitch, go do your thing. And also be consistent and be consistent and show up, show up for yourself, show up for your friends, your listeners, your people, your lovers out there. I mean, my God, we don't have a lot to show up for these days. So maybe I could come here a couple times a week and fucking hang out with y'all, you know, tell you some funny stories. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, it is a daily struggle, mamacita. And you know what? That's why we're here for each other. We are blessed to know one another. I am fucking blessed that you're listening to this, that you're on here with me, that you're watching my big pink ass. Ha, pink ass. All right. So, hey, uh, listen, listen right now. <laughs> settle down and, and settle down. Um, okay. Some crazy fucking great news this week. And then some weird shit happened too. Okay, some great news. Uh, Howard Stern is staying for five more years. I know nobody cares. But I fucking, I really still like him. I don't know. It, he reminds me of the olden days when you could do shit, you know, that you could do. So I feel like I could, I want his listeners. Because I feel like you guys and his listeners, you guys could mesh and be like, Rah! you know, just real wild. Anyway, 
All right, that's that's really it. That was all the good. But uh, uh, I want to tell you a story about trying to find a goddamn therapist this week. So you remember I used to go to the Jungian Center in Los Angeles. I would go to the Jungian. Uh, I went to the, the Carl Jung, Mr. Synchronicity. I don't know if you know, like dreams and fantasies. And rah. Okay, so he also says, I am not how I was raised. I, I am how I choose to be. Right? I am not my history. I am not I am who I choose to be. He's kind of a genius. Yes, Bunny. Yes. Seriously, he is. He is. And I think that well, he was a student of Freud. So Freud was like, everybody wants to fuck their mother. And 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 Jung was like, no, no, I don't I don't think I think we could go a little deeper than that and go on different realms. Like, how why am I having dreams about being a traveling card shark? That's what I dreamt last night. Doesn't make any sense to me or to you. Who really knows? The Jungians know. So I'm I'm out here and I call up the Jungian Center and I'm like, let me get another therapist. Let me get another therapist. So I leave a message for the woman who I was told that would refer me to a, a therapist. And I mean, fuck, if you're not going to therapy, I don't know what they're doing, man. They're doing it right now for real cheap and you can get whatever you, you can get. There's a lot out there. So if you need it, I recommend that we all have somebody to go and talk to about the shit we're going through right now. So anyhow, I call, I leave a message. This lady calls me back and it's, and first of all, you know what I don't do well with? And you're going to say, obviously, Jessica, this is fucking as obvious as the pink on your head. Okay, ready? I don't do well with people who take too long to talk. Are you out of your goddamn mind? What is happening? I mean, I know we're not in a hurry and we should all be breathing. And listen, I did some fucking meditation this morning. You know, I write every day. Fuck everything. I still want to say fuck you and talk and have a fucking converse back and forth. I don't want to say fuck you, but you know, sometimes I do. So she gets on the phone with me and she's like, so why do you want to go to the youngin? center. And I'm like, I bitch, I don't want to bang. You know what I mean? Like I really wanted to hang up. And I was like, Jessica, Jessica, don't let that part take that part. (laughs) You know what I mean? Me no conversate with the fake that part. So I, uh, was like hanging, you know, I'm talking to her and, and nothing was right. Like she wanted too much money. And I'm like, it's a pandemic motherfucker. What do you, why are you charging me? Like, look, don't charge me more than the lady that just charged me when I was going to the same fucking institution as everything. I was paying $5 and this bitch wants to charge me $40. What are you, a bag of weed? Bitch, get out of here. No. Okay. So, uh, I, so a lot of stuff is not going in my favor. So I, uh, say to her, well, no, that's not really the price that I wanted to pay. And also it's taking 20 minutes to goddamn negotiate what the fuck is happening. And then she's like, well, why did you come to Albuquerque? Look, I don't have time. I don't have time. I can't. And then she says to me, well, I would be your therapist. And that's when I just, I I said, what, Jane, Jane, you're, Jane, you ignorant slut. Jane, you are supposed to be the referral, Jane. 
Just because I called your line, you can't take the fucking, this isn't a waitressing job where the next customers who come in, you get that table. Do you know what I'm saying? People who have ever waitressed or hostessed, oh my God. It's like, if I call a company, I don't want the receptionist to help me with my question. Do you know what I mean? Am I being a bitch? I don't care. You know what it is? I'm not even being a bitch. It's called discerning. This is a new word that I figured out that I use a lot. Discerning. Some would call it judgmental. Some would call it bitchy. I call it discerning. If your guts don't feel like you should get with something or someone or with a, you know, a company or get in a car. Remember last week or a couple weeks ago, I told you I didn't get into the car with the people or I did. And then I got out because I was hungry and Pete getting weird. And I was like, I don't even care what they think of me. I'm getting out of the fucking car. And I got out of the car. You know how all, a lot of us have a hard time standing up for ourselves and saying what we really feel because we're like, ooh, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Ooh, I don't want to rock the boat. Motherfucker, rock it because you know why? Nobody's thinking about it like you are, anyways. Do what makes you feel good. Unless you're gonna hurt somebody or you're gonna hurt yourself, get the fuck up and out or say what you gotta say because it's nobody gonna get hurt except for you in the end, my lovers. Come on. Is this like a self help, uh, ur- urban, uh, fucking crack your nuts on a nutcracker show? What, 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 how would you explain it? Can you guys write me and tell me, and not in these comments, I lose these comments. These comments are golden and I fucking lose them. But you tell me, is it the hood therapist? What is it? Am I calling myself hood and I shouldn't? Am I calling myself urban and I shouldn't? Because I'm from a generation that doesn't know the difference. Listen, I was listening to Eminem to get excited about today's show. Do you understand what that means about me? What does that mean about you, Jessica? It means that I still need that kind of teenage angst, that kind of 20-something, I'm sorry, mama. You know what I mean? Like, I need that kind of energy to get me going. And yes, like I said, I fucking meditated earlier. But I still need to go and fuck say fuck you to everybody once in a while. And you gotta take care of your fucking, you know what you gotta do? You gotta take care of your your bills. You gotta feed yourself. You gotta get enough sleep. Wash your ass. You know what I mean? These are the simple things that we have to do that are getting so hard to fucking do. And I had to tell a friend that I felt scared that she was going to come here after she went with her family. And that's, that sucks. I hate that. You know how much I hate that? Because I know she's all safe where she is right now. She's quarantined. She gets the, the test and she's all COVID free and all that. But then she goes in with the fam and then wants to come here. And I was like, man, how am I going to? No. And there you go again. There's another thing where like your guts are saying like, you know what, boo-boo, it's okay. You can have another week alone. Your friend will postpone. The, the flights are all good. Everybody's all fine. You can do it. If it feels funky to you, fucking clear it up. Do you understand? Yeah? yeah, you got to. Because if you don't clear it up, who the fuck is going to clear it up? Nobody cares. And nobody knows. Well, it's not like nobody cares, but nobody knows. We don't tell anybody how we're feeling. We're like, oh, fine. Oh, I'm fine. Thanks. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No, I'm fine. You know what I go? I go, I'm fucked up today. What is the date today? What the fuck day is it? Am I supposed to, should I, okay, maybe I should take a bath. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I should sew a button on a fucking shirt. This is the kind of shit that I'm like, I don't know. This is what the experts say, that you, right? Meditate, get enough sleep, all that shit. Drink water, motherfuckers. And take care of yourself, stand up for yourself. You know how I did that this week? 
I didn't get with that therapist. I was like, Jane, bink, bye, bye, Jane. Um, and that's okay. You know, that's okay. I can go and look for others and I can go to an Al-Anon Zoom meeting. That's what I really need if I was, I'm always honest with y'all, but that's, if I was honest with myself, get to a goddamn Al-Anon meeting. Cause you know why I can't stop thinking about the drug addict ex-boyfriend? I just can't. Cause you know why all I was doing was taking care of him, taking care of him, taking care of him and neglecting my own self. And now I'm all about myself and I'm like, oh, uh, I wonder how he is. I can't stop. That's just waste of energy. Stop it. Okay. So I took care of myself because I didn't call him and I changed my goddamn person or company that carries this podcast. And the, the company that, that used to carry this podcast, they want to charge me over $300 for what? To keep my shit in your files? No. No. So I'm checking that. Oh, hell no. And I emailed him. I called him. I was like, this charge was unauthorized. You know what I mean? And I'm not usually, uh, well, I am. I've been on my own since I'm 15 years old, but I never used to feel as good about standing up for myself as I do now. Now I feel like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you know what else? I bought myself some boots for my birthday and I'm not wearing them because I couldn't fit them in frame. But these are these bitches. What? 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 What, 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 and what? And do you know what they put? They put the lovers next to the fool. Because you know why? They know. Dolls kill. You want to get a fucking hot pair of fucking boots or a hot, I don't know, thing to strap across your titties? Go to Dolls Kill. And it's female owned and it's not Amazon. And yeah. Ooh, a tribe called Mel. Okay, it's not too late to continue to shop small, y'all. And I'm going to shout out a few people. And a couple of them are in the chat right now. Ben a Bunny, amazing fucking art. A tribe called Mel, another artist that I can't even tell you. I am, she is so fucking fire. These women are tremendous. Uh, you want bath products? Shit, you better go to Yvette Brujita or uh, Saint Venetian. Um... You can also go to Oiled and Whipped, and I just got a bucket of Oiled and Whipped cream from my fucking bod. And let me tell you, look at me. That shit is smooth, bitch. <laughs> smooth and And um, these earrings here that I always seem to be wearing for y'all, uh, Shop Desert Moon. Yes, yes. She is a Latina small business owner from Los Angeles. I love her to death. Um, she is always fucking got the shit and she always has sales going on and stuff like that. Um, you can also go to Ivana health. No, wait, love on health, love on health. It's one word, uh, Instagram follow at love on health. She also has products for the boss and the body. Uh, black owned businesses. She and oiled and whipped black owned businesses. Bang, 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 love my sisters, yeah. We're all supporting one another, and it feels really fucking good. All right, let me look at my goddamn notes again. Oh, the nutcracker. Yes, the nutcracker. So as we approach Christmas, Yuletide, we're in the Hanukkah, we're going to the Kwanzaa. Like, there's so much happening, right? Traditionally, I do love the nutcracker. Now, my mom is a New York Jew who got a nose job before I was born, changed her name. If you didn't know, I didn't know I was a Jew till I met my family. Hello, they said. Oh, my God, I said. This makes so much sense. 
thank God. Because I didn't know what the fuck I was. I got braids in South Central. Hey, I got M's for my fucking head like the McDonald's girl, Golden Arches. What's up? I fucking tried every goddamn thing. But guess what? Your girl's a Jew. So, um, I, uh, 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 what? Oh, yeah, the Nutcracker. So my mom been taking me to see the Nutcracker since I was little, 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 little. And she was very poor. We were very poor when we were, uh, when I was little, little, little. And we were on the welfares. And, but we, it would not stop us from taking little trips to New York City from Los Angeles, where I was raised. And we would take, uh, you know, it was a delightful trip on the Greyhound bus. Oh, the Greyhound from Los Angeles to New York, you guys, there's nothing worse. There's really nothing worse. I, I would not wish that on my worst fucking enemy. It is uh, five days and four nights of just pure hell. Just pure hell. Yes. Mm -hmm. But my mom, uh, Mama L, bless her, bless her heart, she was hopped on on a lot of pills, hopped up, hopped down, really, the downers. She was all, you know, fucked up the whole time and just against the window uh, of the bus just drooling and uh, but I had to you know toddle around and you know that's I was doing my jokes and making my friends on the Greyhound bus but it was a hell uh, it smelled like a goddamn sanitation cake Sani sanit you know what I'm talking about the pee pee cake and uh, but we get to New York New York City big big buildings big lights and she takes me to Broadway and she always would make a, a she make us go to Broadway because she was an actress. So she always wanted to show me Broadway and the great white way, which is, you know, something very wrong with that. But, uh, she took me and we would have standing room only. So in the olden, in the olden days, the, the early 1800s, New York city. Um, I, so we would, I'd have to like tippy toe, tippy toe, tippy toe. I'd have to, uh, against this, it was a cushioned bar that you, that the adults would lean on, you know, they'd do one of these, and I had to, like, do one of these, but then you could see the play. So, I got to see uh, The Nutcracker, I got to see Barnum, I don't know if you've ever heard of Barnum, it was the story of Barnum and, of Barnum and Bailey Circus. What a goddamn fucking fun show that was. Because, yeah, because why, well, before the Soleil, the Soleil people, the sexy Soleils, and it was, uh, you know, circus acts in the, in the theater. Anytime I could see the circus as a child, I always wanted to run away with the circus. Then I realized I lived with them already. Um, so yeah, so we would go to see the Nutcracker every year and my mom was really, really into, um, <laughs> Christmas carols. And I, as a Jew, you know, I don't I really get it, but she was always like, oh God, Jesse, it's just so much more beautiful. And uh, it just, you feel the energy of the season. And I'm like, my, we grew, I grew up in Los Angeles. You didn't feel the energy of the season of Hanukkah because no one is outside. There's no cars. There's no traffic. But you don't really know that there are Jews there. So um, I, uh, I also have a passion for the Nutcracker. Yes, it's true. So I went to, I, I, I usually make a boyfriend take me. This year, no boyfriend. This year and last year, the boyfriend on meth couldn't really take me to the Nutcracker. You know what I'm saying? But I have gone in the past and I loved it. Now, the boyfriend that took me last took me to a morning ballet. 
And I and we all thought it was kind of strange that there was a morning ballet of the Nutcracker. But then we went, you know, and he and I show up there and it's all children in the audience. Like it's an audience of children. And what he didn't realize was he bought us tickets for the Nutcracker ballet, but it was the four children. So it was kind of like I you know, it was a bit shorter and there was a narrator and it was the it was the man it was the man who brought the nutcracker to the to the girl you know the magician and he was he was narrating the the story from the side now before the story started before the nutcracker started uh, as you walked into the to the theater to go and take your seats there was a table filled with crowns gold paper crowns now, you know I wanted one of these crowns. And you know my boyfriend knew I wanted one of these crowns. So he was like, you're going to have a crown, aren't you? You're going you're gonna to wear a crown, aren't you? And I was like, yes, of course I'm going to wear a crown. And so I get a crown, put the crown on, go in, we get our seats. So we're sitting, a uh, couple of minutes sitting, and you can feel a couple of people coming behind us. And all of a sudden you hear, I can't see. And uh, I turn around, and it's a, a lovely uh, lady, young lady, I'd say mid to late 20s with her mother and uh, she can't see because I've got my crown on. So I take the crown off right away, right away. I don't want to insult my friend in the back. And then uh, then it starts. The, the, the lights go down and, and the wizard comes up and he's like, he starts to tell us, you know, we have to be very quiet. I mean, it's a fucking children's nutcracker. So they're telling us the rules of throughout the play. Pay attention to the actors. The people on stage worked hard. For you. Like, don't guilt me into watching this harder than I came to watch it. And then he he shows us a book. He he brings a book out and he puts it up and he shows it to all the kids and he goes, "This book will be given away to a lucky winner at the end of the show. Uh, we will pick a number from the hat." And one of you lucky children will get this book. And then all of a sudden I hear behind me, I want that book. And I also felt that I wanted it as well. So she was kind of my conscience behind me. She was pretty much my conscience behind me. And then throughout the show, I would get very excited at certain points. And then she would get pinched, I felt like, by her mom. Her mom would go, Ugh! And then she'd go, oh! And she'd go, Maureen? And uh, so me and Maureen enjoyed the Nutcracker. Neither one of us won the book, uh, but it was really quite thrilling. And I hope that you all have a thrilling, thrilling week. I'm, sh I'm sure you will. And I'm back on Friday. Oh, why did I have to get, hello, I'm back on Friday uh, for my interview show, What's Good with Jess Wood. That's 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 in the East. And uh, this week I have Sean Beagle, uh, how do I fucking pronounce his name? Sean B. I don't know. I know him as that from Comedy World. He's an actor. He's a comic. He's very funny. He's very handsome. He's very wise. He's starring in a new uh, series that's on IGTV. So excited to talk to him about that this week on Friday night. And also, not too late to order your easily distracted t-shirts, tank tops, and boy shorts. We have all the way from small to extra extra large. So please put in your orders and uh, meet me in my DMs. All right, kids. Listen, take care of yourselves and take care of each other and don't, uh, don't fret too much. We're here for each other, right? I'll see you again.
very soon. Keep breathing, keep drinking water, cre creep, creeperama if you need to. Creep on some dudes from out the window. Hey, there's some cute dudes, like in my park where I creep on my dudes in the park. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I love y'all so much. Thank you for your support and your love. I will see you sooner than you know it. All right, y'all. Take it easy. Love you. Bye. Love you. Love you. Love.